Good afternoon. Good afternoon, good morning, and good evening. Good evening to you all. Here. <laughs> the Fireside FOH chat. Beautiful. Um, who's, what starts good afternoon, good evening, good night? Something, right? A famous... Um, well, in the Truman Show. Ah, uh, uh, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, what's a famous historical broadcast? <laughs> it's the Truman Show. Uh, kill myself. Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to FOH. I'm Elaine Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this is a service industry podcast that... Exists. <laughs> that exists. Against all odds. Tr- I, truly. Phil Collins, against all odds. Um, yeah. Here we are. Yeah. It's a um, disgusting day in New York City. Once again, I said this to Lily, and I was like, I'm slowly, like, I'm every week I come earlier and earlier as, like, a stress <laughs> test for her. Like, where I'm like, I'll be there at 9.30 a.m. Lily's <laughs> like, okay. No. no, it's so hot. Um, you might hear the, the fans whirring in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of the realness. We like to keep the kind of down-to-earth vibe. Mm-hmm. Of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so true. This is not made in a studio. No. Nope. This isn't Forever Dog. No, 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 no. This Couldn't is be. Raw Dog. This <laughs> and this is Raw Dog. <laughs> we changed our name. Um, Kelly, how's it going? Good, good. Yeah. I have, I, well, I have a little COVID story. So okay. Do yeah. You wanna, do you want to go first as a, as a check-in? Oh, as a chicken. Um... <laughs> I, yeah, I'm doing fine. Um, what has happened? Nothing really. I got, um, a 2010 Subaru. That is a thrill. That's my big news. I had to buy a car, which I haven't had one since I was like 19. Mm-hmm. So very excited about, well. Comes preloaded with Pats. Uh, oh yeah. I can't escape Massachusetts culture. It came with fucking what are they called mud fl- not mud yeah, flaps like, uh, I know that's what I was just trying. yeah they're just they're floor mats floor mats with a with New England Patriots I was like you've got to be kidding me <laughs> single owner from Braintree um but yes it's a it's terrifying to have a car it's like so expensive I don't know how pe- I'm always just like everything that's normal to most everybody I'm always like I cannot believe people do this I can't, I can't believe, believe people that. have a car. A car? It's nuts. You're out of your mind. It's really crazy. I don't want one, but, you know, that's West Coast for you. Yeah. I, I mean, literally yesterday I was biking to work just thinking, like, literally passing parked cars, not yeah. even interacting with cars. And I was like, how does everyone have a car? It's so nuts. It's really crazy. Anyway, stay tuned for... Uh, my adventures and being a car owner. Just kidding. That's so boring. Don't stay tuned for that. Click um, and clack. Click and clack. That's another way this this podcast could go. Oh. Me just being like, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a sound that I'm ignoring. So, anyways, um, but yeah, that's my that's my big life update, which I know everyone was, uh, you know, wanting to hear about. Edge of their seat. What's Elaine doing this week? Um, that's not service related. Um, What's your, what's your yeah, service? So my, you have a service COVID. My COVID moment was Friday. Yeah. Scheduled to arrive at three o'clock. Okay. To open the bar. Yep. One fifty nine. I kid you not. <laughs> text message from my bar owner. Yeah. One of your coworkers tested positive. Do not come in. Go get a test right now. Fuck. I was like, okay. Yeah. 
It begins. It begins. I mean, as I was saying to you, it's like, it was bound to happen. The vaccines don't work. We all know this. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. The vaccine is fake. It's fake. Okay. They said, get life back to normal if you're vaccinated. Has that happened, Kelly? Are people living? No, we still have to wear masks and we're vaccinated. You know what? And I don't want it to go back to normal. Okay. The, what was normal for everybody? Yeah. Exploitation. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. That's two different people having a weird view. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um, so it was bound to happen. Breakthrough cases. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I go get my rapid test negative. I, all my coworkers get rapid tests, all negative. So it's just this one person. But then my boss, it's like his, it's a double-edged sword with him because he's like, he is a sweet guy, but that means he like is so wedded to his own identity as a sweet guy that he cannot say anything because he's afraid someone will be like, I don't agree. Uh huh. Or like that violates a boundary I have or Uh something. And so he's like, he's like, well, what do you guys want to do? And it's like, well, I don't like, you're the boss. You tell me what to do. And then I can say, you know what I mean? Like, right. But also we had this like huge birthday party booked on Saturday. So he's like, I, he's like, we're opening on Saturday. He's like, we're, yeah. we're getting that yeah. birthday party money. And it's just like, I don't know. Like it's, it was very frustrating, like realizing in real time that he had like no plan of action, hadn't even considered what would happen yeah. if someone tested positive. And instead of just saying like, it is more important to me to like try to be open as much as we can be. Right. He was just like, well, like it's truly whatever you guys like how, whatever feels good for you guys and feels safe for you guys. I want to do slash. (laughs) This is a 25 person (laughs) indoor party. Enjoy that. You are working. Fuck. That sucks. And yes, it's just deeply frustrating because it's like, it feels like this game of chicken and it feels mm-hmm. like, like now instead of him being like, here's what's going on. And then us as employees being allowed to like respond as individuals and also collectively and check in with each other. It's like all these like text threads where it's like, he's like, how does everyone feel about wearing masks inside? And then it's like, you're waiting for someone else to say, cause you don't want to be the <sighs> Like, I don't want to be the one to say, Right. I'm in the same position that he's in, but he's the boss, you know, where it's like, I don't want, I don't want to put someone else in a position they're uncomfortable with and force them to agree to do something they're uncomfortable with. Cause they're like, well, if Kelly, well, here's the thing. The only good thing about having a boss is that somebody else, um, thinks about work more than you do. Yes. (laughs) I don't want to fucking think about these decisions. Right. Just do it. Exactly. And then I'll hate you for it, but that's fine. Exactly. It's easier this way. Exactly. Yeah. And so it just sucks when you're on a text thread and it's like, he's like, how does everyone feel about, we don't ask for proof of vaccination. He's like, how does everyone feel about starting to ask for proof of vaccination? And it's like, then you're on the text thread and you're just waiting to see Uh. if someone else says something because it's like, I have my opinion, but I don't want someone to feel pressured to conform to my opinion. Yeah. 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 They don't want to be the squeaky wheel. 
Yeah, that blows. I'm sorry. Ugh, it's just very frustrating, and it's like, yeah, just be the be the fall guy. Yeah, that's your role. Mm-hmm. You can't be the good guy. No, just you're the boss. You're the boss. So sorry. Sorry. It's impossible. And then the cherry on top of the Sunday was Saturday morning texts in the group thread. Love you guys. I said, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. No. Would you die for me? Would you take a bullet for me? <laughs> That's love. Huh? Yeah, that, I mean, I've been seeing um, a lot in New York. It's basically like the new notes apps apologies from <laughs> from bars they're like create mode <laughs> instagram fucking hey guys out of an abundance of caution abundance of caution where did that come where why is that the Who's, thing who 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 got the train rolling on that i don't know i don't know it's like i'm like is it though we said abundance of caution See, I've seen it and I've seen it other places too. And I'm like, it's the, it's, it's like, that's the New York equivalent of like, nobody wants to work. Be nice to the people (laughs) who showed up. The New York equivalent is abundance of caution. Abundance of caution. It's like, this actually isn't a big deal, but we are catering to the pussies of this world. I, that's really what it feels like. And it's like frustrating to that. Like, yeah, it's frustrating to be put in the position where it's like, you don't want to be the bad guy, so I have to become the school marm and be like, well, actually, what we should be doing. Yeah, yeah. And what I was saying is I was like, I think we should get, he should once a month tack on like two extra hours to our paycheck and we, everyone gets tested and at least monthly. Mm-hmm. We all get tested. Mm-hmm. Out of an abundance of caution. Sure. If you really want to have that abundance of caution. Because it's like, then that will develop a protocol and... And we'll just know instead of waiting for someone to get no, that's positive sucks. and da 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 da. And my coworker who who is positive right now was like, I mean, the good news about the vaccine, it's like everyone says, like he was like, it sucks. I don't feel good, but he was like, I'm fine basically. Yeah, he's already over the. He had a fever for two days, no fever. Yeah, lingering cough. He's fine. Yeah, well, that's good. But I mean, Jesus Christ, I need, I need to, I haven't, um, I need to go to the two places I really want to go before I leave New York, like right now. Yeah. (laughs) That's the other abundance of God. Go to all your favorite places right now. I haven't had, I've been saving it because I had, I still haven't had a full, you know, experience indoors. Uh, and I'm like, I guess I should just do it right now. Yeah, I would. Honestly. (sighs) Fuck. All right, Keens, coming for you. <laughs> coming for your ass. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I, I hope all of you are, uh, I don't know, staying safe out there. Yeah, and just, you know, we've said it a million times, but if you're not, if you are hesitating on a vaccine, I would just encourage you to to do it because it'll just make you safer. Yeah, I don't think any of our listeners are hesitating. Not I mean, I don't know. Maybe they are. I don't know. Every every once in a while, we get a true freak who messages us. I'm like, why are you listening to this podcast? So you never know. You never know. You never Um, know. No, but that sucks. I hope all of your employers are being fucking decent, although I know that they're not. They're not. They're just... It's so (laughs) crazy. I know. I know. It is so crazy. God bless us all. 
Hey. Hey. All right. Well, we have a nice uh, summer programming episode for you all today. It really is. It really is. This is like in conjunction with the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sponsored by. Yeah. Um, I like that now at least everybody is like the Olympics suck now. Thank God. I know. It's I was like tired of kind of. It's it's it has always like I hate the like everyone has like the verbal tick of like I mean obviously like I don't like like like, like I don't like like this country but like oh, the Olympics is so fun it's like it's no. so inspiring it no. sucks and it sucks and guess what sports are boring yep yeah and you can't make me care about it oh that girl had a, her hand in her pocket when she shot the gun I don't care. <laughs> Move on. I don't care. Oh, skateboarding's no skateboarding no. should be counterculture. I hate it. Skateboarding is a crime, not Olympic sport. Did you yeah. see that? Shirt? Yes. So cool. That's cool. That's really cool. I want that. Um. Yeah. Surfing and skateboarding. Okay. No, you cannot make me care about it. I will watch maybe ice skating if it's like on YouTube rerun, mm-hmm. rerun Olympics. I'll watch. I did the Times did this like interactive with a girl who does the uneven bars. Uh huh. And they were like showing. It was like an animation of how she does it, and that was really crazy. Yeah, no, it's nuts. I mean, gymnastics is crazy. It's also all that stuff's really bad for you. Oh yeah, I mean, so <sighs> in more ways than one. Yeah. Okay, but anyways, um, we are going to talk about <laughs> anyway <laughs> the sponsor of the 1996 Atlanta Olympics. Uh, well, Coca-Cola naturally, and PepsiCo, and PepsiCo, who's been in the news for. Some other bad things they've been doing lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and the cola wars at large. The cola wars at large, which began a storied history. <laughs> they began in Atlanta. In- yeah, I um I, I feel like most people know you know. And look, sorry that we're talking about literal soda, but it's also late summer. Come on, come don't, on. Don't you want to have a Coke and smile? Don't don't you want to buy the world a Coke? Um, but. So, obviously, everybody knows about, like, oh, they used to put real cocaine in there. What I didn't know, what I learned on Wikipedia today, (laughs) was that um, the origin, the, I mean, it's a murky history because it was the 1880s or whatever. But the guy, John Pemberton, who invented it, and then it was bought by this, like, insane southern, his name is A.S.A. Griggs. Candler. Oh, well, Asa. Asa. Yeah. I'm spelling it out because I'm like, <laughs> Asa Griggs Candler. Yes. A southern gentleman. I'm like, Asa Griggs? Asa. As I live and breathe. The kind of like southern white men names are like, I. they always surprise me. Yeah. I've I'm never heard Asa in my life. Where is that from? What is that? Asa Dutch. You got to think, yeah. Like a, it's got to be like some kind of Germanic. Like the, it's, I think it's in the universe of like Una. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyways, all nightmare people rolled into one. <laughs> um. Anyways, John Pemberton came up with the formula, and because <laughs> I believe because he was a a Civil War soldier addicted to morphine. Yes. And he was like, guess what? I need something that's gonna fix me right up, and that's cocaine in a bottle. Yes. Which I was like, I love the origin of a company that has um, had a huge hand in destroying our company is a result of uh, morphine addiction. Yes. It's also interesting because, like, famously, Coca-Cola, their recipe is a secret and blah, right. blah, blah. But, um, and it's one of those things where, like, I'm sh- I'm sure this is all like not true or like it is the theater of it, but it's like 
there are two copies of the recipe and they can never like be in the same room, uh-huh, like lest, uh-huh. you know, whatever. But it's interesting too, like, because what it is is like it's, you know, coriander and like, you know, burdock root and like da 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 da. And I think that the like I don't know the broadness of the world even in the past, even though that is quite the recent past. Like yeah. it, I, it's funny. It's, it's somehow like strange to me that they were making like that with that many spices and they had access to all these like yeah. flavors and consistently enough that they like, right. they were making a million gallons of Coke by the early 1900s. It's really crazy. Yeah. Nine milligrams of cocaine per glass. Yeah. Not that, <laughs> not that much. <laughs> It's not, I looked not it up, much. apparently the average, you know, evening, <laughs> 50 to 75 milligrams. And is that one line yeah. or that's, okay. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, okay. So yeah, that is it's not like that It's like a little pick me up. It's, it's fine. A little, it's a, a little wink. wink. <laughs> it's a wink. Um, but yeah, Pepsi started, what? Brad, as Brad's drink. Did you read that? Yeah. I was like, if they still called it Brad's drink, I would drink that every fucking day. Yeah. 1898 Brad's drink rolls up on the scene. Brad's drink, actually, did you read about, um, this is cut cut to the future. Yeah. Did you read about um, OK Soda? No. Okay. Oh, wait. Is this the Gen X soda? Yeah. Daniel Close, yeah. Plows. Yes. That, if they should have called, that would have been a fun. Yes. If they had called it Brad's drink instead. Yes. I think we would still be drinking it. I think we would too. And we would say, hey, Gen X isn't such a lame generation. Maybe we would, we would say that instead of saying they fucking suck more than anybody else. Why are they there? (laughs) (laughs) I'm calling the Coca-Cola Colombian death squads on Gen Xers. A fun little, you know, bit about that. <laughs> about that. Anyways, but let's not talk about that just yet. No. Um, so, yes, obviously, look, brand loyalty is lame. But, however, it's uh, real. Yes. Well, something that I found interesting was in the, uh, like, 60s when they the the development of the culture of the brand right right um and like early on both coke and pepsi had celebrity endorsements mm-hmm. had their jingles right da, da 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 they're both huge companies also that in world war 1 pepsi had to stop production because of sugar rationing right so in 1940 pepsi bought a sugar plantation in cuba jesus to as a workaround so they're like we ain't doing that again guess what damn which is crazy and also just yeah no there is so much insanity revolving around the titans of fucking soda you for i was like i forget the fucking chokehold yeah it's insane I mean, it just is crazy. I think that we, it's easy to be like, wow, corporations and the government, there's a lot of overlap there. There's a lot of, you know, one hand washes the other there. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, of I this mean, magnitude in 1940 that you're like, okay, so, you know, that's a, a full year before the U S enters. Mm hmm. World War II, and you know that that's coming, so you're getting a sugar 
yep. plantation. Yep. I mean, come on. I read that uh, in the <laughs> that in Germany, Coca Cola was considered a Jewish American drink, and that that <laughs> that the Nazis were like, okay, we can only import Coke if if there's a swastika on the bottle, and Coke was like, absolutely no problem. Coke was like. Of anything but else? Of course. Anything else I can do for you? Extra, extra shipment coming your way. Um, which, if anyone's in possession of a Nazi Coke bottle, would love to <laughs> see that. I literally would love to see that. That's the only kind of Nazi paraphernalia I'm really into. Yeah, I'm not looking for the helmet or no, anything. No, 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 no. To see a Nazi. <laughs> it's funny to think that Coke itself is a Nazi. <laughs> Show me a fucking bottle. Yeah, you shoot it, and bottle explodes. Um, That's a scene in a... What's that movie where they Glorious go? Bastards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that fits. That fits Tarantino's dumbass style. <laughs> yeah. God. Hey, like, that man is, is uncancelable. I don't know how it's possible. Um, somehow. Speaking of Gen X. Did you see... Uh, this is such an aside and so boring, but... <laughs> Um, Ricky Gervais was like, <laughs> was like, you couldn't make the office now. Nah. They'd try to cancel ya. And it's like, that show is so fucking popular still, including with Gen Z. It's like, people are so horny for the Gen X. They're yeah. so horny for the idea. Right. That they're, they're controversial and they like, yeah. They're and big, that yeah. they would be canceled. Yeah. That it's like, you're not engaging with like straight up reality. No. Also, the whole point of The Office is that that shit is bad and he's horrible. It's yes. not like, it's not like cool stuff is happening. He's not an anti-hero. <laughs> no, like everyone hates him and he's racist and horrible and everyone's like, it's shocking. And he's a creep. Yes, he's and disgusting. Like, oh, it, but it's just like it's so. I'm like, ugh. It just bothered me so much to read that because I was like, literally. NBC designed a whole streaming service around the yes. office. It's so sad that Ricky Gervais is a total moron. I mean, the picture of him being crucified in a pair <laughs> of jeans with a fucking microphone cord. Or, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could uh, yeah, write yeah, yeah, a, I could write a book on it. Um, by the way, one of my favorite. Oh, God, sorry, this episode. <laughs> when Ricky Gervais says, "I think there's been a rape up there." <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> when they're doing that improv fucking scene about customer service, I it is like <laughs> top five funniest moments of television. So funny. I think there's been a rape up. <laughs> it is. God, it's so funny. He is such a genius, unfortunately. I think. <laughs> cannot breathe. <laughs> oh my God. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you probably couldn't do that, let's be honest. You probably <laughs> couldn't have that joke in 2021, but you should, because it is fucking hysterical. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> anyways, Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Okay, so <laughs> we want to talk um, the true, the, like, the kind of frothing head, the foamy. Uh, uh, yeah. Because oh. co Coke, it has a. Sure, when you pour it into a glass. Yeah. Yeah. Does that work? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 80s, in the 80s. Right. I feel like, yes, so the 80s was, um, well, obviously, like, as we know, the, uh, writer of one of the greatest, uh, 
commercials of all time, uh, Donald Draper. <laughs> Donald. Donald Draper. I couldn't find his name in uh, <laughs> my research for some reason, but everybody knows he's behind the famous 1971 I Like to Buy the World a Coke commercial. So, you know, I don't know why it's not really out there, but he he deserves his... You um, know what? It's women. <laughs> it's women and Donald Draper. We're not in the history book. Our contributions overlooked. Um... <clears throat> But yeah, 70s and 80s, people were ramping up stuff with advertising and then doing, like, stunt. The the age of stunt advertising was, was big. Yes. Right? And, like, which, like, almost has come back around. But, mm-hmm. um, so what happened was that Pepsi was, ga- like, Pepsi is the underdog consistently. And yeah. in the 80s, Pepsi was gaining. Well, they were also, like... Hey, why don't we like appeal to black people? Yeah, in some way that Coke's like mm, all set. <laughs> like we're we have good. the Nazi Coke and we're good. Yeah, and yeah. no thanks. Yeah, um, it was gaining like the uh, greater percentage of the market mm-hmm. share, or whatever. Blah blah. And and the Pepsi challenge, even internally, Coke was running the numbers. The Pepsi challenge was true. People did genuinely prefer the taste of Pepsi, which is so strange to me. The, how, what do you call it? What's the design of an experiment? A double blind? No, no, what's it called? The Whatever, the parameters of the <laughs> fucking experiment were flawed, so <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> Lillian refuses to There is it. no, are you kidding me? Pepsi is disgusting. I, I find it so nasty. Obviously, all they did is just sweeter. It's sweeter, and it's more, like, viscous. Ugh. You couldn't pay me. You could not pay me. When, I mean, and loyal listeners of the podcast know I do drink a Diet Coke almost every day. When is that I, true? Every day? Almost. I don't think loyal <laughs> friend knew that. Yeah, I, I drink a Diet Coke probably... I mean, I used to be on that train, but... I, yeah, like four times a week. I mean, I it's say. the fucking perfect beverage. Cold in a can. I mean, I'm going to get one today. I have one right now. Oh, they're so good. They're really good. They're really um, good. Bad for your kidneys. Yeah, I mean, that's why I say, like, it's. Tr- I truly, like, it will... It will come back to me. I'm going to be, be like on dialysis. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to rot. It's going to. I'm going to be drinking it through a straw through my tray. Oh my god, <laughs> Kelly. Sorry. All right. So, anyways, yes, Diet um, Coke. So I'm going to text our producer that we're going to be a little bit late to the <laughs> Zoom meeting today because of professional reasons <laughs> of this of this episode. Professional reasons of this podcast. Yeah. Um. So, Coke comes out with new Coke. <laughs> yes. 1985. Great font. Alf has not even been on television yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, picture this. I just want to set the scene for you. 1985, Alf, he's... The, the cats of America are safe. <laughs> At this point in time. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, new Coke goes over, yep, like a Led Zeppelin. Yes, everyone's upset. Coke was trying to shake it up. They're like, nobody's really excited or drinking Coke anymore. Let's change the formula. People got very mad about it. Nobody liked it. It was disgusting. I've never had one before. I don't know what it tastes like. I don't know what a new Coke tastes like. I don't know also, but I will say, like, if they they tried to frig around with my Diet Coke. Oh, no. There would be trouble. Yeah, yeah. So what it did was... It had the opposite effect where people were like, but we miss Coke and we want it back because we really actually liked it. So you never, 
know what you have until you never knew a good thing until it's gone. Yep. Said but Coke. some people think that that was intentional. intentional. No way. What a waste of money. I mean, that's a, that's who said that Coca-Cola. No, we meant to do set a garbage product. Yeah. I mean, that would be crazy to be like, we made it worse intentionally so we could go back. But that's what people are saying is like, they made it worse intentionally. So then people were talking about it. So they would buy the bad one and be like, oh my God, we missed the old one. And then when they brought the old one, it was like, whoa. The yeah. game of chess that Coke is playing <laughs> yeah. in this scenario. I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't buy it. <laughs> it's out there. That it's theory out there. is out it's there. It's on Reddit. Check it out. Check it out. Um, <laughs> Imagine if there was Reddit in 1985 <laughs> about new Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, we heard this new show is coming out next year, but before that happens, <laughs> we're upset about soda. That's all we have, those two things. Yeah. They're really, it is such a, I mean, the fact that people would have literal protests and writing campaigns about soda. <laughs> yeah. The taste of a soda. I mean, there wasn't anything happening. Yeah. In culture. Truly. Uh, what else? Nobody had, everyone had time. Yeah, I mean, it is really remarkable, like... The wage disparity clearly wasn't happening back then yet, because everybody was saying, hey, I'm, I have a great life, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna get mad about soda. Yeah, it's really like, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think what would, what product could make you, make, I mean, besides Diet Coke. Besides Diet Coke? I'm trying to think. I will say that my favorite brand of toothpaste, I don't they don't make it anymore, I don't think. And it it is upsetting to me. I mean, I'm upset about stuff all the time, but I mean, if I wrote in everything that I'm upset about, you know? Mhm. Mm Actually, I did just write in about a cutting board. I'm getting a new one, so it does work. Oh, yeah. You know? But that's an individual like you got, yeah, 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 like yeah. if they changed like the shape of your cutting no, board, you wouldn't be like writing to Crate and Barrel like <laughs> I need no, go back. No, I mean, everything's garbage now anyway, so it doesn't matter. Anyways. That's what, I'm, that's what I mean is, like, I would, obviously, I'll complain if something breaks or whatever. Like, I'll complain yeah. about that. But it's, like, the idea of, like, the overarching, like, brand identity. Exactly. I'm right. not engaged with right. that. Right. No, 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 no. Well, also, there were, like, six brands. Yeah, that is true. Right? Yeah. So. And there know. are still only six brands. Right, but, but it's, we, yeah, under the, yeah. It's, it's a fake out. It's a fake out. I wonder if I could write to Colgate about my toothpaste. I mean, they would send you so much shit if you did that. Okay. I'm going to milk do it. guys, milk all the, they will send you whatever you want. I'm going to do it. I wrote this cutting board company. I said, I've told so many people about your product and I really love it. I would hate to sort of, I would hate for you to run afoul <laughs> of my me. good will. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Parade, get at me. <laughs> Why have you not sent me underwear yet? No, that is a fucking yeast infection waiting to happen. Those fucking nylon. Do not. Parade is horrible. I want free underwear. Okay, well, the CEO or whatever the fuck, you know, whatever. She was outed as a whatever. I mean, they all are. Okay, you don't. <laughs> it's, that's over anyways. You probably could now at this point. They've, they've gone through all the micro-influencers in the comedy community in New York City. I know. That's what I was mad about. I was like, okay, sorry. Like, I'm logging on to Instagram. I'm like, she got one. Everybody's, oh my God, it's embarrassing. Also, you can just fake it. Just buy some. No, but that's, I, I don't want to just post I'm ass kidding. pictures. Well, I can do that for free. That's true. You don't need to be sponsored. Yeah. 
Okay. I would never. I <laughs> be sponsored? Post ass. Yes, you would. It, that is for special gentlemen in my life. Oh, you save that. <laughs> I save it. The for... titties are for everybody. Yeah, the titties are for everybody. That's nice of you. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> okay. Um, so basically, Coke became number one again. Yes. Right? Rightfully so. <clears throat> and rightfully so. Rightfully so. Disgusting Pepsi. Anyways. Um, and then they just like. You know, I don't know. They keep going back and forth. Hey, who's got the Super Bowl this year? Who fucking cares? Pepsi now, because of PepsiCo and Frito-Lay, does... It is technically the larger company. Mm. And it makes more annually. Right. Because it's a much more diverse... Portfolio. Portfolio. Yeah. And Coke is technically the smaller company. Right. But... But I we mean, know the truth. Come on, we know. <laughs> Come on, be serious. We know the truth. Who was accused of torturing and murdering union advocates? Mm-hmm. It's Coca Cola. It's Coca Cola. Thanks very much. Okay, it's, it's not Pepsi. They're just murdering people by lifestyle here in the United States. Yeah, you know. So that's a little bit different, and not uh, not as grand of a scale. Not as mm-hmm. impressive to me. <laughs> Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Ruin the water supply in uh-huh. two thirds in yep. the global south. Yep, and get back to me exactly, Pepsi. exactly. Create sixteen percent of the world's total waste. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we'll chat. Okay, <laughs> I made the number up. I don't know what it is actually, but I assume that's around. Uh, oh, imagine from I, the I, plant I, when the you alone. when you said sixteen, I believed it. Okay, cool. I wish I hadn't. It's sixteen percent. Everybody, don't it's, check my sources. It's sixteen. Um, yeah, well, what else is there to say, really? Oh, so the, the okay soda, just Uh. as a, as a brief aside is then after, even though new Coke was such a debacle, they went with the same guy, also the inventor of Fruitopia, if you'll remember that from our, (laughs) I remember Fruitopia. (laughs) They, they ban our medicine. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? They ban our, they take away our our cures. So we buy their medicine. So no, I think it's the other way around. They, 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 for a meme that I love so much, I can never remember it. Um, so he, so Gen X, the worst generation, (laughs) they say, he's like, I got this big idea. Gen X, they're this, they're the. They're the sellout generation. They didn't want to sell out. They sold out. They're aware of brand manipulation. They're, right. They, they reject it, but they also are, you know, at its heel, blah, yeah. blah, whatever. So he's like, we'll make this soda called OK Soda. It's to- like the faces on the cans are yep. unaffected, disaffected even. Sure. It's bland, blah, blah, whatever. It's not, it's going to be like not the advertising. He was like, we're not going for it to take over the market. We're going for it to get a 4% foothold. And uh-huh. he's like, it's going to be 4% of all soda sales. It's really distinct. Uh-huh. Coca-Cola, for whatever fucking reason, yeah. is like, sure. Love it. Yeah. And guess what? No. No. Nobody wants anything that Gen X does. Nobody wanted that. <laughs> Nobody wanted That might be the only smart thing Gen X did. They were like, what? Well, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, that is such a great um, part of American history. I, it's surprising to me that OK Soda like isn't more of a... They should make a movie about Not it. Not chatted about... Well... Adam well, McKay, take this one on. Also, did you see recently the fucking... The mystery um, soda machine on Capitol Hill? Did you read about that at all? No. I just It popped up on my timeline, but apparently there was this vending machine in D.C. I forget where exactly. Kind of like a nondescript location. And it had... Um, like the words mystery with question marks on the, for the buttons of the vending machine and you press it and it gave you like weird sodas from who knows where and who knows when and like just kind of weird like you know sodas from other countries sodas from other times and it was like this crazy thing and the owner of the building who was in front of was like I don't know who refills it I don't know what it is nobody knows what it is and it, I think it just is gone like a few years ago but it was there for like 15 years or something I love that. Isn't that so cool? I love that. It's really fun. Yeah. That's great. See, soda can bring joy in those small ways. In those small moments. In those small moments. Did I ever tell you Mint Daniel Close? No. He's an imposing an imposing figure. I can imagine. Anyways. <clears throat> okay. I feel like we are done here. <laughs> I think we covered I really everything possible in one episode. Um, we do have a new patron, which we're very excited about, who is named Lee. Lee! Welcome to the family, Lee. You'll be getting an episode about a James Beard tape where we call out people. Oh, I found a really good article that I think we should talk about. For Culture Club? Yeah. Great. So we'll let you all know what the month of August holds for our culture club and the Patreon. And, um, yeah, stay tuned for fun updates from us. Stick with us. Stick with us. We are doing what you want us to do soon. (laughs) Doing what you want us to do soon. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye.